December is very hard. Disciplined December is harder than I anticipated. It's so hard. Especially when you get tired. When you're full of energy, it's easy. But, like, you start getting tired. Yeah, well, remember that thing that was going around that turned out to be fake about ego depletion? No, tell me about it. There was, like, a... They talked about it on Dubai Friday. That's where I heard about it. But there was this, like... There was like a, a like a personal wellness article that rang true for a whole bunch of people, but then turned out to be totally false. So it was one of those things where everyone was like, "Oh man, this is totally true of me." It's like it's like when people start passing around like an imposter syndrome thing, right, or right. like an article about like the introverted extrovert, you right, know, and people or are like, being an "This empath. is me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of those things was this idea of ego depletion, which was. This idea that when you are like, uh, after you take a shower and feel like a million bucks and you're walking around, you have a great deal of discipline because you have a great uh, amount of energy to like protect your ego. And so you can avoid the donut when you are full of this energy and vibrancy. Mm. And then throughout the course of the day, your ego, your ego energy is like slowly depleted. And by the end of the day, uh, like work has beat you up and you're out of energy and you're you're feeling groggy and you are, you know, uh, trying to just like get home and, and on your way home, you stop, stop at Taco Bell and then you kind of hate yourself and you can like throw away the rest of the evening because you, your ego is uh, totally depleted. <laughs> and so this got passed around on the internet for a while because people were really excited. They're like, I can totally relate to this. This sounds like how all my days go. And then it turned out to be, there's, uh, there's like no science behind it. It was basically just a guy describing how he feels about his day and, <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's also how I feel about my day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel that I'm way. with it. Ego depletion. So, discipline December is giving me lots of ego depletion. At the beginning, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was checking every single box. I was on fire. I was on fuego. And I've uh, missed a box every day for like the last, at least a box every day. I'm in double digit. We're, we're both in double digits. It's, like it's getting expensive. It's yeah. It's gonna be. I mean, we're both at like 15 bucks or something. What's like? What's killing you? I'm so stupid when I wake up. Yeah. I forget about breakfast. I forget about the desk. I forget about both of those things. I'm a complete moron until I've been awake for two hours. Oh, uh, life hack is just clean off your desk during holy hour, and then you don't have to remember it in the morning. What? No, it's said in the morning. Uh, yeah, but if the desk is already clean when it's time to check that box. Mm, fair enough. Well, this is another thing is I've been like, I've been like having a hard time with like being in my house when I work. So I've been going to coffee shops. And we go Can we talk shops. about this? This is a topic. Yeah. I cannot get stuff done from home anymore. Yeah. Well, no, don't say that to yourself. Here's the story. You can't get stuff done from home right now. But soon, Ooh. soon, you will not be able to get stuff done out there and you'll have to come back home. It's a cycle. Whoa. Did you just incept me? Oh, it's a cycle. Okay, interesting. It's a cycle, and you just go with the winds of time. This is how I feel about meditation, too. Sometimes I can meditate. Sometimes I can't meditate. Uh-huh. And that's fine. But you got to be careful with telling yourself stories about not being able to meditate. You can't tell yourself a story about, I'm a person who can't meditate. It's just, I'm a person who can't meditate today. Okay, so uh, talk, to me about, talk to me about working from home. How often are you doing it, and what's it look like for you? Uh, you talking about this week? uh sure this week i spend an average of two or three hours a day working from home okay that sounds about reasonable and and the rest of your time is at a coffee shop at a coffee shop or a multiple coffee one shops. single one single okay so you go to, you, you you jump around do you have a routine no it's important not to have a routine you don't like routine for me 
because the reason I'm going to these coffee shops is because I cannot handle a routine right now. Okay. I need I need to keep it keep it bouncy, keep it different. You need to mix them up. Is this because is this a reaction to Discipline December? Mm, it might be a byproduct of Discipline December, but I don't think so. It's not a conscious okay. reaction to Discipline December. Okay. Uh, but no, it's I'm just uh, I feel dumber and more tired when I try really hard to want to work really hard in this house. Yeah. So I leave. So and I go. I am experiencing the exact same thing. I think tomorrow I need to try spending the entire day out of the house. You do it. I really need to. Is there a bookstore that sells coffee in your town? That's not like a Barnes and Noble. There's a bookstore that also just seems like a depressing like office supply store that's over by the train station. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Does that sound? Nope. Nope. Uh, You're gonna want something that's owned by the people who work there. It's some sort of a collective. You're looking for like a flourish and bots? No, I'm looking for like an anarchist bookstore or some sort oh. of like a collectively owned. That most cities have one. Yeah. And it's like owned by a bunch of like 20 something uh, or 30 something people who all have a lot of alternative politics, you know? In San Francisco, there's one on every corner. You go to one of those places, they're going to have some okay coffee, not going to be the best coffee. It's some proletariat coffee. They're going to have some okay coffee and they're going to have some hard, they're going to have hard chairs, but they're going to have a very kind of college library-esque setup. Yeah. Big tables. Big table and a hard yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, Okay. And some bad coffee, but you're surrounded by books, right? Here's what you do. You go, mm-hmm. you go to one of those places, you sit down, you order some bad coffee, and you yes. just go. And in that environment, like everyone's being, it's it's not like a loud coffee shop where people are like having a fun time, right? Right. No one's having a fun time here. People are browsing for books on serious alternative politics or they're using the Bitcoin ATM, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot going on in this place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or they're perusing the zines. I will say one th- one one uh, one jam up at places like this. Not typically the best internet. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I but I see. I I feel it. Do you feel? Uh, what do you think it is about a place like that 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 pulls it out of you? Is it a little tiny bit of peer pressure from the people around you? Yes. To get to work. Yes. Yeah. I feel that very strongly. Okay. Here's the thing, and here's here's the thing that is very real about me. When I am out in the world and I've got a laptop that has a bunch of stickers on it that say, I'm a programmer and a good one too, <laughs> right? That's, and people look over your shoulder and you're watching Key and Peel on YouTube exactly. for two and a half hours. It's impossible yeah. to maintain procrastination out in yeah. public when you've got that laptop. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, because yeah, the one of the primary places I go to is the Phil's that's right downtown Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. So you're basically in the same building with uh, Palantir. You're right across the street from MongoDB. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people coming in and out of there, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... There, I'm, I'm always looking at everyone's screens. I'm all, Is that against etiquette? Are you allowed to look at other people's screens? Uh, well, I, I think if Palantir's allowed to look at our screens, we should be allowed to look at theirs. <laughs> Very good. Oh. Very good. Uh, that's right. That's like in Clue. He says it's... Uh, he says, it's J. J. Edgar Hoover on the phone. He says, J. Edgar Hoover? He says, he's on everyone else's phone. Why shouldn't he be on mine? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, 
So I, yeah, I feel the same way because I, I, I have a strong feeling where I'm like, I won't, I won't be able to look over my shoulder and feel like I'm working on something. Yeah. Uh, I think there's also something that I, I, th- I like your, uh, I like your comparison to a, to a, uh, a, a college library. Cause you know, I actually did feel like I got a lot of stuff done in the college library. The problem was the college library at a place like Covenant College where we went is that we knew a bunch of people in there. Right. So it just turned into That's a social space. Haven't you always, tell me if you've had this, uh, weird fantasy. Maybe this is like the nerdiest thing about me. Hmm. I have a fantasy. <laughs> Tread carefully. That's a big statement. I have a fantasy of like attending Harvard or Yale, but mm-hmm. like going back every day as a different person so that no one would like become friends with me over time. And like every day would be like my first day at one of those schools. Um, yeah. But like it wouldn't be weird that I was doing that. Like I think the reason I want to be like a different person every day is like. Just the constant anonymity, right? Talk to me about the rules of this universe. Are you like a shapeshifter? <laughs> well, this is the thing. You're missing the point. The whole reason I'm shifting shape is uh-huh. that I just don't, I don't want anyone in the class to recognize me and be like, oh, hey, man, you did that. You said that thing yesterday or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. You're the, guy, you're the guy who loves LARPing on the, uh, on the quad. I want no continuity on me. You're the guy, yo, you're the guy who's, who's always uh, s- uh, stealing trays from the cafeteria and sledding down the big hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't want to be that guy. Um, yeah. But, like, the reason for that is, like, I feel like if I was at a place called, Har- called Harvard or Yale, or even a place that uh-huh. was one of those places. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We need to start a school and just call it Harvard. <laughs> what if we just call it Harvard? <laughs> with two A's. Hardvard. <laughs> it shows up first in the phone book. <laughs> no, I like it. Sorry, sorry. I keep on interrupting. Yes, you want to keep on going back there because you want to have a level of anonymity at a place where people are are, are doing high-minded things. Yeah, I want to be... I want to go do learning in those places. Yes. But I don't want to like... I don't want to know anyone there. And I don't want to meet anyone mm-hmm. there. I just want to go mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. But I also want unfettered access to all of it. Yes. You want to be cool with the library. You want to get into the uh you want to get into the deep into the stacks. You know, I uh yesterday was at Stanford. It's funny that you mentioned this because I was I was doing a different thing at Stanford that had nothing to do with Stanford, but uh I lived so close that I was walking home and uh I got to tell you, at like 9.30 p.m., I was just walking through Stanford campus, walking back home, walking past a bunch of like uh, just people who were kind of at their in, in their prime, walking around with like just Stanford in just like battery powered Bluetooth speakers playing really cool music and having a good having a good time making stuff. Sure. Uh, oh, man. It made me made me feel like I uh, made me feel like uh, I kind of wish I could I wish I could have a second try. Mm. Well, here's the thing. You must know someone who's, like, involved in the Stanford system, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get their logon for the internet. That is a life hack. Now, in the summer, I used to, I got into a routine. And I love routine. Mm-hmm. I would go to Pete's in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I would come home, and I would take a shower, and then I'd bike over to Phil's, and I would do Phil's for the afternoon. It's great. It's a really great setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere along the line, I just stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why exactly, but now I'm in the situation where 
uh, I sort of in the back of my mind have aspirations to leave the house and then I just get going on work and all of a sudden it's lunchtime and I'm like, well, I don't want to eat out. Mm-hmm. I want to eat here. And then all of a sudden it's like 3 PM and I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave now. Mm-hmm. So I just end up spending the entire day in the house working. It's not a good, it's not a good situation. I got to get out of here. Yeah. So you just go. You just got to go. Just got to go. What is it about that? Is it like a change of scenery thing? I think it, it is it as simple as just a change of scenery. I think it's also momentum. Mm, you got to be in motion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I keep switching it up. Okay. So for discipline December, I'm going to leave the house. That's fine. Uh, and if you walk to one of those places, you can move your body outside. You know, what's hard is to move your body outside when everything is ice. That's a hard thing to oh, do. Oh yeah. That's a little easier for me. Where does Caleb live? <laughs> Buffalo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> poor poor caleb he's been moving, oh, he's been shoveling my. his body outside i know he's been that's doing so that. funny that's the one i think that's the one that i haven't screwed up yet oh really i've screwed that up multiple days where i was like oh nope well it's funny because you know we didn't put we didn't put parameters around it now uh, most of the things that i've done outside have been like a nice like 30 minute walk yeah, or that, a run or something counts. like that but uh there have been times where i've been like on a 10 minute walk and i'm like i wonder if i have to do another one after this i don't know I mean, just, you know, go with your gut. Uh, Hmm. But I have had the thought where it's like, holy hour is almost over. I'm standing outside letting the dog out. And I'm like, ooh, I didn't move my body outside. Should I do like five jumping jacks (laughs) in the yard (laughs) right now? And I'm like, no, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. So then you just don't do it. I mean, I'm like, well, if I did the jumping jacks and then I counted it, I'd feel bad. Yeah. So then I just mark it as a fail. Did I tell you about my Curb Your Enthusiasm moment recently? All right, so I was in a coffee shop. I had to meet with a guy. The guy brought paperwork. Needed a pen. Say no more. I don't want you to compromise your OPSEC. So anyway, I go up to the coffee shop guy. I say, can I borrow this pen? He says, yes, it's the only pen. You have to bring it back. say no problem was there was there like a big artificial flower duct taped to it nope it was just in a mug full of coffee beans then a guy who looks like a guy who works at that coffee shop comes up and says can i get the pen and i said here you go and then i go back to my conversation with the guy and i look over that guy doesn't work at the coffee shop he's a customer he's over there he's now i've given the only pen to a third party oh no no, no, no. I thought I was returning it though. Like I thought he was asking uh, me for it, and I gave it to him. But it turns out the guy I wasn't returning it. I was giving it to a third party. Then the guy left with the pen. Oh boy! And so then I left, and now I can't go to that coffee shop anymore. He, it was the only pen, and he did yeah. say, "You have to bring this back." Yeah, that's kind of on them though. The whole three is two, two is one, one is none. Yeah, one is none. Now they have none. Context switching is a big thing for me because I don't think that I'm very good at it right no now. No one is. This is the other thing that's jamming me up. No one's good at it. The thing number one that's jamming me up right now is working from home. The thing number two that's jamming me up is switching context really rapidly and feeling like I'm never getting anything done. Yep. So those two things make each other worse as well. And and, and especially when you try to get a game of Clash Royale in between each context yep, switch. Yep, yep, Working from home only works for me if I have like a plan for my day and I execute it. And it it's like a contiguous thing. I cannot have like 12 different things I need to get done today. Yeah. So talk to me about that. 
you got to do less things. Mm, or do I just need to bring more structure to the things I'm doing? You, you need to find a way to make the things that need to be done less things. I think that the the, the amount of things on my plate uh, is is a manageable number of things. I don't think it's an unrealistic expectation that I get these things done. Right. You're just a person for not doing it well. Yeah. But that's the option, right? That's all the time. It's like, okay, either I have too many things to do or I have a fine number of things to do and I suck. There's a context switch between things. That's where you die. So rather than having a ton of small context switches, have clear like checkpoints in a larger thing and then do one thing okay so you're saying take on do do as much of one project as i can in one sitting instead of breaking it out over the course of the day right like well that's yeah so for example like i would never okay say i've got like uh 10 projects right yeah uh which thank god i do not um say i have 10 projects and like each of them is at a state right Mm -hmm. and it's like basically i've got 10 projects all of which need an email response but none of them are in the same state and none of them need like the same type of email response they all require some critical thinking blah 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 blah, right Uh so what i can do is i can either go into like projects one do the email response then move on to project two do the email response then move on to project you know yeah. Or I can like sit down and say like, okay, my task now is to like figure out what response each of these projects makes needs in like a big task list or a big document. Now I've like turned all of those things into a thing that I can do. And then it's like, okay, now the next thing I need to do is like take all the things from my list and like turn those into emails that are sent. You know, and it's like go through bang, 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 bang. Right, and so it's like you have like linear progress on each thing. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And what I'm what I'm currently doing right now is effectively, if I've got like ten novels sitting in front of me, I'm ripping each page out and like scrambling them up, and then just uh, taking a page out of each one, kind of as as it comes. Do you have a scratch file for your day? Uh, no, I don't know what that means. Talk to me about that. Like a note file that just kind of like outlines what you're doing. I run everything through OmniFocus. Uh-huh. And so there's a forecast for my day uh-huh. that has a checklist. Yeah. And is the forecast for your day realistic? Not usually. Why not? Uh, because I basically look, I, when I get something new in, I basically ask myself, could I do that today? And then I put it on today if I could. You put it on today. So it's not like you're setting up. Are you setting up your day the day before or like? No, it's just like if there's something that I could conceivably finish tomorrow, uh-huh. it's on tomorrow. And then and then that tomorrow becomes today. And then and then I go into tomorrow and like I'll go through and try to knock out the easy stuff. Uh, I'll I'll look at like I'll try to find four or five things where it's like I know that this is going to require one more email and I'll send that email and then I'll push it to the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by like nine o'clock, I, I kind of have a clear view of what I'm actually going to do that day. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. So this is the hard thing. I don't really email anybody, which is great. Um, that is great. I'm very jealous. Yeah. I don't email anyone. I just like, I, I'm usually just plugging along, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I'm pretty good at like identifying like, 
oh, like, I'm just going to take a day and do this, you know? And, yeah. like, I've gotten better at uh, not trying to do too many things in one day and just saying, I'm just going to do this thing today. And if I run out of time, I'm going to do it better. Yeah, this is actually really helpful. Because you're saying you're, you, you're not overworked, right? I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. So because you're not overworked, you could slow down, stop trying to get so many things done in a single day, and just focus on, like, really fleshing out the things that you do in a day. Yeah. It's good advice. This is a very Merlin Man episode. This is a very Matt Stauffer episode because this is literally, I, I can't believe I humanly am giving you this advice because this is like the opposite of my brain. But this is <laughs> this is literally like everything Matt has been screaming in my ear for the past year and change that I've worked at Titan is just like, slow down! Take Stop notes and it. slow down. Take notes. Write this down in a notes file. <laughs> you know, like, and like, it's working. Yeah. I got a little pizza. I might get a oh, house uh, pizza. I already ate jambalaya. This is going to be second dinner. Second dinner. Second dinner. Pizza. Sounds like you're not doing holy hour. But not now. Not No. Not at this time of night. When do you go to bed? Two. Oh, good heavens. That's when I go to bed, but like <laughs> literally at the same time. Oh. <laughs> You go to bed at eleven. This is kind of funny. Our life schedules are uh, our life schedules have finally synced up because I'm in a different time zone. Yeah, you're three hours behind. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So what? Do each their own. Yeah, one goes one way, one goes the other. Mm-hmm. So what? Six, six and one half dozen the other. <laughs> so what? One, two. Man, I'm I'm getting good with taking notes on things. I will say, I have gotten really good at taking notes. Big fan of uh, outlines. I don't do that. Everything's in, everything belongs in a subcategory, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is a note I have. Charlotte wants three things. Oil diffuser, cool looking one. Salt lamp. Boot cobbling. Is this for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> but the name of the note is just called Charlotte Wants Three Things. <laughs> <laughs> True fulfillment in life. Yeah. Then I've got uh, some code review. I've got uh, some notes. I was trying to read some legacy code, so I like wrote this whole thing about like what I thought was going on in this code. which was That was fun. It was like archaeology. I've got Barrett Brown quote on The Intercept. There you go. Oh, you said that was for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my notes, I'll tell you, man, I have gotten really serious about note-taking. And I will say this has been sort of a transformative thing for me because I, I, I've, I, I've made reference to it a lot on the show, but uh, I started just using, I should do something like Bear. The reason I like using the standard notes app in uh, on, you know, Mac os slash ios mm-hmm. is because it's just ubiquitous it's actually it's also decent like it, it, formatting wise and stuff and the fact you can draw on it and bring in images and whatever else like it's not that it's not bad mm-hmm. but i also just love that it is always synced between my the three devices that i use so would bear be oh do you you use bear on uh, mac too mm-hmm. i'm looking at it right now that's cool oh yeah i should take a look at it what are the advantages of using bear markdown oh 
Well, so the, the, the other thing that I think is, is, is great is that I basically use like, uh, the folder of notes as almost like an inbox where everything starts in there. And at the end of the week, I have a checklist item to just sort of like sort everything into its folder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got these, I get these folders where like I have a, I have a bunch of folders for advice, uh, and it's just every time I hear a good piece of advice, mm-hmm. I write down who said it and I put it into one of my advice folders. I have like like thoughts about the arts. So like every time I read a book, I put my my book notes in there. Mm. Every time I have like a thought about a game, I put it in the games folder. Uh, every time I like watch a movie and re- react strongly to it, I just like write down my thoughts immediately, put it in that folder and forget about it. And then there's a bunch of other stuff, just like work notes and like personal journaling and thoughts about politics and whatever else but man just making it uh, almost like muscle memory habit of just every time something occurs to you every time someone says something smart to you every time you need to like sort something out just actually putting it down somewhere and putting it into a folder man that has been so helpful for me yeah it's really crazy i was so glad like for example i was so glad i had that barrett brown quote ready Yes. It wasn't for you. It was for me. I was listening yeah. to your podcast. I was like, I have to write this down. This is a good right. quote. And then you like were like talking about Aaron Swartz or whatever. I was like, I have a Bear Brown quote for you. Boom. Yes. You know. And would like, you like to? Would you like to uh, recall that quote again now? Oh man, uh, it was. I can't tell anyone to fight or be an activist. All I can say is that you have the choice, either to inherit and accept the liberties that we still have and just use them and enjoy them. Or you can take the same route that those before you did to give us those liberties. And that's your choice, and that depends on what kind of person you want to be. Wow. I was like, that's oh, I like it. It's a very good one. It's a good one. I like it's a, it reminds me that the clip of Aaron Swartz I was watching that was so good is uh, he's being interviewed. He's like, uh, you know, some people say the internet is, is like great and amazing. It's going to solve all the world's problems. And some people say it's like this cesspool that is going to become corrupted and horrible and owned by, you know, exclusively by uh corporate interests he's like we shouldn't we have no reason to assume that it's going to be one of those two things like it's just like it's just up to us mm-hmm. like we get to like we get to figure out what that is mm-hmm. so like let's 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 get going let's uh let's like let's be serious about that uh yeah i love that yeah convicting you're turning me into an activist mm, a hacktivist a hacktivist it was funny to get on Slack, uh, back on the Titan Slack. You know, I feel really, I'm very glad to be part of the, the, the uh, Titan experience mm-hmm. that I'm still on the Titan Slack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I, I'm a little bit of a carpetbagger. I, I, uh, the people who listen to the show are, many of them are actually programmers, and I am not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, presumably a lot of the people who listen to the show are also really into Laravel and, uh, and, 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 and probably really like you guys and, uh, are probably really into Matt and stuff. I feel, I feel like I've, uh, cheated the system by having access to him. Well, no, you're, uh, you're a friend of the friend of the Titan. I'm a friend of Titan? Yeah. Okay. I don't understand. It was funny that the other day to get onto Slack and see that there was a, a notification in my Titan channel, which I, I don't use for very much, but I used to talk to Caleb and you, and I talked used to talk to Matt and you, mm-hmm. and uh, Matt was very amused by the fact that you called him out on the uh, on the notes thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is part of your new life is that you take notes on everything. Well, Matt's been behind on this show and my other show, so yeah. My normal sort of back channel to Matt, which is like talking about him in public and waiting for him to respond to me in Slack, um, 
has been a little bit like delayed. This is how you do his quarterly review. Right. Well, exactly. So you know how like sometimes like if you plug in too many USB devices all at once or your yeah. Mac wakes up from sleep or something, you can like click and do a bunch of keystrokes and it'll, it'll all of those will like end up in memory. But they, yeah. And then like it'll unfreeze and then it will like. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's happening to me right now is. Matt is catching up on all my podcasts like in the last few oh, days. No. <laughs> and uh, this is great. So I'm just getting feedback left and right. There's just too much <laughs> feedback. Like, I don't even remember what yeah. episode that was, Matt. Like, how am I supposed to respond? I, I got a lot of that over uh, Thanksgiving and like the week after Thanksgiving mm. was, was like a bunch of friends and family who were like, I'm sorry I've been behind, which, first of all, you don't have to say sorry for being behind because number one yeah. you don't even have to listen to this but number yeah. two uh podcasts are kind of evergreen so mm. whatever mm-hmm. uh but uh boy got a lot of feedback over over thanksgiving people have some uh strong feelings about uh how the format of the show has changed uh people have some strong feelings about verbal ticks pro people or have con. Some strong feelings what's that pro or con format uh it's it's been I've, it's been mostly pro but I, I don't think i fully appreciated the extent to which the show did did kind of change yeah we're getting back to it, though. Yeah. The episode we just recorded just now is an episode that could have been recorded one year ago. Yeah. We're getting to our roots. We are. We should probably be playing some Destiny while we record. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how, it, that's how it used to be. Thank you.